Good afternoon. It's Tuesday the twin the 30th, 30th? <laughs> Tuesday the 30th of January and uh, this is the cheese cast for the previous week. Um, I'll start with the I was just listening to um, Radio National uh, LNL on RN the little wireless program that could and uh, Philip is interviewing a an author uh, called Jeff Goodall and I really would like to add Mr. Goodall's book to my wish list because it's about the effect of sea level rising um, on the planet and how uh, real estate developers and politicians are so myopic with their short-termism that um, the sort of the and, and also the, the hope that somehow technology will save it yet yeah, because you can make an Apple watch we can solve the problem and he said it's one thing to engineer an Apple watch and it's another thing to engineer keeping the sea back from a city <laughs> and I think that's a pretty humbling perspective and uh, it definitely sounds like it sounds like a really really excellent book so I would like to read that and uh, the last comment that came up in the interview was uh, about the, um, the involvement of the military and what that made me think of was something that happened during the week which was that a, a Fitbit uh, type data collection um, tracking global map was uh, discovered to um, incidentally reveal the location of US military bases in the Middle East you can clearly in the absence of any other information coming from that area you know that the local people don't have this Fitbit thing and um, and <laughs> and there's this, this Australian guy who worked out that um, and tweeted that yeah it shows really clearly the layout of um, of some of these bases the jogging tracks and it just made me think of all these military personnel <laughs> jogging around their, their secret facility innocently um, con contributing to this ability to, to locate them. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they'd be horrified if they knew. It'd be, you know, Harry Curie or something. Um, this week has been an excellent week for pop music for me um, because I think I've really got into, I, I think I'm really starting to understand what YouTube is. <laughs> for and how to use it and how to enjoy it like I I um I was given the task of, of finding some music for a specific purpose at work and um and that meant that I started searching for different types of songs and and now YouTube's kind of worked out who I am and what I like and I I'm watching how the the suggested next play videos change according to which genre I played last and the combination of factors that seem to be going into um, the the algorithm that's you know coughing up this list. So I love Birdie come Birdie Sigma and Birdie come find me. I also really like that Dua Lipa um, new rules. I've just and Dua Lipa's got another um, another single that was just uploaded the other day, like last week. Um, it's already had a lot of views and uh, it's excellent. It's got a great video and. Um, I think there's, uh, yeah, she's she's a very talented young pop star, and I really like her. Um, also, um, there was an, a, a very amazing um, event at the Grammys. The Grammys, uh, Janelle Monet, was that her name? I'm not really familiar with Grammys people. You have to excuse me if I get that wrong because I don't know a lot about 
popular music people. Um, you know, I know the people I know and that's it. Um, but I think her name was Janelle Monet, and it was, she made this really, really excellent speech while introducing Kesha um, to, to sing her song Praying. And Praying is, a, is an amazing song in context. It's a, it's a beautiful song out of context, but in context, it, it's actually an incredible piece of art. And this performance was extremely significant um, in the context of both Kesha's experience and the Time's Up um, speech that was made to introduce her. So I followed the Kesha story quite closely at the time and I remember when the when the announcement was read that there were not going to be any charges pressed against um, uh, the, the person who was accused. Uh, I felt really heartbroken for Kesha and I, I wasn't sure what was going to become of her. And the praying single and this performance really shows you that what doesn't destroy us makes us stronger and she seems to have emerged stronger and seeing Cindy Lauper's hand on her shoulder at one point and the and the embrace of her of her fellow singers around her at the end of the performance it was really emotional and um and quite spectacular and it's funny to see the tide turning on something like women when when it's been on your radar for a really long time you kind of there's a there's a sort of pinch me in my dreaming sensation going on um but the more I, I think yeah actually I don't really know what I think just yet but it did that did just make me think of the um Meredith Graves reading boys um boys following Andrew WK for Pitchfork um because I have a, a fairly you know, I have a lot of investment in Andrew WK just personally. I just, I, I love, love the music and I, I'm very, very interested in, in the character and, you know, I don't know whether the person that I interviewed is actually Andrew WK, but I know that I interviewed Andrew WK and it's like, and, and I felt a little bit like Meredith Graves' article. While it was really interesting, it um, was founded on a slight misconception that, um, that girls don't like Andrew WK and I think that kind of missed a truth for me because she is beautiful you know there's a lot to love about Andrew WK aside from the fact that he's incredibly good looking and you know I have always been an aesthete I like to look at beautiful people and one of the videos that I am enjoying a lot is the Charlie XCX video for boys. I love the, the way that it's done. I love the cinematography. I like the editing. I like the casting. I like the production, the way that they've done it with all the pink props and the boys in the pink shirts. And and it's adorable. It's, a, it's so endearing and so enjoyable. I've watched it so many times. And it's actually introduced me to a lot of artists who I hadn't heard of. I had not heard of Charlie Puth. I I didn't really and I I've sort of I've watched one of the other videos which is can you name all the boys in the Charlie XCX video and it's like with subtitles and I was like with footnotes or whatever I'm like, oh okay that's you oh yeah oh right okay that's what you look like you know and uh, there's a beautiful fella in it called Dan Smith who he has really only a couple of frames in the video but there's one of him sort of chewing biting off at of this chewy pink candy uh, and he's got fantastic hair. And and I was like, okay, who are you? And it turns out he's the guy in a band called Bastille who had turned up in my pop music research. Um, 
uh, for a song called Pompeii. I think it was on, I'm, I, it wasn't Pitchfork's best songs of 2017, but it was, it was in a best songs of 2017 list. Um, maybe The Guardian? Hmm, no, I'm not sure. But at any rate, this fella, Dan Smith, he, because I, I Googled him next, well, I put him into YouTube, and it found this wonderful song called Veins, um, which is all about standing on the tube with strangers, like, we were squashed, we were squashed, and well, we just want to get off. <laughs> and uh, it just, it did remind me some, I actually experienced some, some rather confronting claustrophobia when I'm in crowded public transport situations and I actually had a bit of an episode the other day at a busy shopping centre. I was, I'd gone to a shopping centre on the Sunday of the long weekend and it was just a bit too much for my brain. I felt disoriented. I didn't really know where I was. I was nervous about losing my car and there was lots of, lots of um, emotional responses that kind of over overreacted and um I, I found myself kind of very very keen to leave but it, which is funny because i went to ikea on the friday which was the public the actual public holiday and even though that was very busy there was lots of people i was totally fine i really enjoyed that trip to ikea i got some stuff to kit out fit out my uh, little bit of studio space i mean it's like two two meters by three meters if that it's not a lot of space but it is the most amazing um, development in my life and um, I I will um, I'll spend a lot more time in it well you know not a lot I'll spend time in it when I can and um, I'm just really pleased that it that it's there and that I've stuck with it even though there's been times I've gone why are you doing this why are you why are you spending this money you know is it really gonna go anywhere and yeah so um, let me see. What else did I want to talk about? Oh my god. Okay. So you know that I finished the bees, the Laylene Paul novel, which is a um a sort of Orwellian um, metaphor, but feminist dystopian science fiction. Wow, it's just really excellent book. Um, and having just finished the bees, made this particular episode of Black Mirror that I watched last night really really quite strikingly relevant it, I mean it would have been anyway I forget I'm sorry which season it was I, I have watched Black Mirror very much out of sequence I, I saw a couple of episodes very early on season one like I saw the first two episodes not long after they came out but um I didn't see anything after that until season three and season four's just started and that's probably what made me think of it I was watching uh, it came up in my trending on Netflix list and uh, I'm, I watched an episode which was, um, it had Kelly McDonald and I love Kelly McDonald. I'd lo I've loved her since Trainspotting and she's fantastic in um, Broad Boardwalk Empire. She's really very good in everything I've ever seen her in actually. She's an excellent actor and um, she plays a, a detective and it's all about these robot drone bees and it was great and I'd forgotten the episodes of like you know when you sort of get into this habit of thinking oh it's a TV show it's gonna be like half an hour or 50 minutes and then I paused I paused it at a certain point and went to you know make some popcorn and um and I was like oh this has got another hour oh you know it's like an hour and a half it's just the perfect 90 minute ish entertainment but they're different lengths aren't they Black Mirror that's the other anomaly about Black Mirror as a series they're not consistent 
in terms of their um, uh, length. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's true. Um, what else do I have to talk about? Um, I have got a completely new uh, map geolocation thing going on in my life as I moved. Um, and now I drive a different way home and it's very, very difficult to tell my brain to turn right instead of left at that first road, that very first road when I'm leaving work to, to drive to drive back home. Um, it's like, no, 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 I, so I've gone left and then had to do a U-turn once. <laughs> I may do it again. Um, that's probably enough for me, I think. Um, the world continues to be extremely interesting. It's really nice to be back at work and in regular contact with, um, uh, I suppose, that that type of world. I really did enjoy my break, but um, I am going to sign off. And so take care of yourself and I will see you next Tuesday.